0: and the listeners, (coughs) welcome to another segment of our daily devotional. This is our daily devotional for June the 5th. If you recall, our daily devotional is divided into two different segment. So our verse for June the 5th comes from Acts chapter 1 verse 8 which says but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So this is you first in the book of Acts because you said the primary purpose of the baptism in the spirit is to provide power to communicate the message of Jesus to others. <coughs> so the purpose of the baptism is to receive power to deliver the message to those who Not have a personal relationship with God, so they can receive. uh, Just the purpose of this baptism is to receive power to deliver the message that those who do not have a personal relationship with God can receive His forgiveness, learn to follow Jesus, and fulfill His purposes for their lives. and the result of this is that more people come to know love and honor jesus as the lord which is the leader and authority in their lives and there are three things that we need to take away from this most important and key verse in the book of acts the first thing is that power means more than strength or a the empowering and the <coughs> commissioning see how this is that Luke here does not relate the baptism in the spirit to the first experience of personal spiritual salvation. He describes it as a power coming upon someone who is already a follower of Christ, then working from within him or her to a Effectively communicate Christ's message and the third and final thing we see From this key passage in the book of Acts (coughs) Is that the Holy Spirit's primary work in proclaiming and promoting the message of Jesus has to do with how he comes upon or clothes Christians or those who are followers of Christ with God's power so the Spirit is really the one who convinces people of their need for God's forgiveness and the truth of how Christ's death and resurrection makes spiritual salvation and a personal relationship with God possible. So the Bible readings that you need to have done for June the 5th our second samuel chapter 23 verse 24 through 24 verse 25 acts chapter 3 psalm 123 1 through 4 and proverbs 16 21 through 23 so that now concludes our verse of the day for June the fifth. Now we are going to move in to our Is up snakechristian.com. So, our focus for June the 5th is gonna be on John chapter 12, verses 37 through 50. So, yesterday, so the day before June the 4th, <coughs> we saw part one of John's description of the close of Jesus' public ministry, and so. Day, which will be June the 5th, we come to part 2 of John's description of the close of Jesus' public ministry, <coughs> which also ends John's description of the events of Holy Week, starting in chapter 13 and going all the way through the end of seeing John's description. John's talk about what occurred during that final Thursday. (coughs) And then we see his trial, his arrest, his arrest, trial, and crucifixion, and then his resurrection. So this ends John, part one of John's Gospel. Like everything else in John's Gospel, there's a huge difference between how John depicts the clothes of Jesus' public ministry and how Matthew, Mark, and Luke depict it. So we're going to pick up now in verse 37, and we're going to go through verse 33, which says, (coughs) verse 43, excuse me, even after Jesus had performed so many signs, in their presence, they still would not believe in him. This was to fulfill the word of Isaiah the prophet, Lord, who has believed our message, (coughs) to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed. For this reason they could not believe, because as Isaiah says elsewhere, he has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts. So they could neither see with their eyes, nor understand with their hearts. Nor turn, and and I would heal them. Isaiah said this because he saw Jesus' glory, and spoke about him. And at the same time, even many among the leaders believed in him. Because of the Pharisees, they would not openly acknowledge their faith for fear they'd be put out of the synagogue, for they loved human praise, more than praise from God. (coughs) So this section explains why so few believed in Jesus during his earthly ministry. The quotations from Isaiah explain from a prophetic perspective what was taking place at this time. So we see the lack of response of the crowd was not a failure on Jesus' part, but was part of the divine plan, part of God's divine plan. While Isaiah referred to God's glory, John made no distinction between the glory of God and the glory of Jesus. And you see, not everyone rejected jesus signs as being from god but because of the fear of the jewish leaders many did not confess him openly because you see they love the praise and glory of people or a man more than the praise of god and so let's pick up now in verse 44 and go through verse 46. Then Jesus cried out whoever believes in me does not believe in me only But in the one who sent me The one who looks at me is seeing the one who sent me I have come into the world as a light So that no one who believes in me Should stay in darkness Stay in darkness. So Jesus' public ministry, we see here, closed with a stirring call to faith. This passage reiterates many key themes found in the first. Jesus is to believe in the Father, and to see him is to see the Father. Once again, Jesus identified himself as the light, and those who believe in him will not live in spiritual darkness. Pick up in verse forty seven and go through the end of this section. <coughs> so which says, which will be by the way, verse fifty. If anyone hears my words but does not keep them, I do not judge that person, for I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. There is a judge for the one who rejects me and does not accept my words. The very words I have spoken will condemn them at the last day. For I did not speak on my own, but the Father who sent me commanded me to say all that I have spoken. I know that his command leans to eternal life. So whatever I say is just what the Father has told me to say. So Jesus came into the world to save sinners and not to judge those who believe in Jesus demonstrate their belief by obedience, while those who live in disobedience demonstrate their lack of faith by their rebellion. Those who accept the words, of Jesus also accept, accept God's words, and those who reject Jesus' words also reject God's words. So a truth that is. That is a truth. That is one of the central tenets of John's Gospel. Because, you see, the Father and the Son are one. If you reject the Son, you're rejecting the Father also. And if you reject the Father, you're also rejecting the Son. Because, you see, Jesus came as God's emissary. He came as God's ambassador. He came as the one. To be God's messenger. So now let's circle back around. To two key phrases. That we find in this passage. And the key phrases. That we're going to look at. Are they could not believe. And they love praise from men. Or people. More than praise from God. So the first phrase is. They could not believe. (coughs) So the. People could not believe because their own views and decisions about Jesus closed their minds and hearts to his purposes. So in other words, they chose not to see what God had revealed to them in Jesus through Jesus. So as a result, their of christ demands a decision you know what, and will always bring change in those who will hear it even if they refuse to accept it so what does that mean that so means the message will soften the hearts of those who are receptive and harden the hearts of those who are resistant to god so see the puzzle the Apostle Paul says the people of Israel were cut off from their relationship with God because of their unbelief. The spiritual, yet, this spiritual hardening that Paul was talking about there and that happens to those who choose to reject God is not permanent for every individual. Why? Because anyone who accepts Christ and follows Him who will receive eternal life. Well, it seems that many in Israel did believe after the events involving God's Spirit and the bold preaching of God's word on the day of Pentecost, just as many do the same today. So now let's move on to the second key phrase, which is they love praise from men or praise from people, more than praise from so because this group of people loved the honor and approval of their fellow human beings, many of them because uh, many many of them sex so because we like love love and honor the approval of our fellow human beings we sacrifice our beliefs and convictions and do not allow our god and do not follow our god-fearing conscience and that's what these this group of people did right so what they did was they chose to accept the majority opinion and follow the crowd and accept the truth and follow jesus and we unfortunately do the same gaining victory over the fear of others and the desire for their approval is faith in Christ. A faith that recognizes that no one will ever care or sacrifice for us like Christ. It is a faith that sees God, Christ, heaven, hell, the judgment and eternity as realities, not as some them. And there's a judgment for those who have decided to reject Christ. And, and there is an eternity, there is a life after you and die. You will either go to spend eternity apart from God, or you will go to spend an eternity with God. Claiming to follow Christ while seeking human approval above God's approval is a sign of spiritual hypocrisy. And we'll pick up from here tomorrow as we move in John chapter 13, which, by the way, is the start of part 2 of John's Gospel. So, in order to be prepared for that, Here's what you need to read. You need to read 1 Kings chapter 1, Acts chapter 4, Psalm 124, 01 through 8, and Proverbs 16, verse 24.